0: Hey guys, and welcome to The Kim Barrett Show. I am your host, Kim Barrett. And on today's episode, we have the amazing, very lovely Miss Michelle, who's gonna be talking to you about why now is the perfect time for you to be writing your book. So if you're someone who's been thinking about writing a book, if you're someone who has gone, I know I've got something and a story that I wanna share, but I'm not sure how to do it, how to go about it. We cover off all those things and more. So make sure that you check out this episode. And of course, if you need help with anything marketing related, you know where we are. We can help you whether it's marketing a book, promoting it once you've got it written, We're the guys for you over here doing Facebook ads and obviously Instagram ads too. Check out www.mobilecall.com if you need more help. Until then, let's jump into the show. Michelle, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate your time.
1: Yeah, it's great, great to be able to connect.
0: <laughs> I know from from the other side of the world, so it's great to be able to get on and connect. And sometimes, uh, you know, self isolation has its benefits. We get to uh, connect and uh, and have chats like this, so it's always good. Now, I, I like to ask everyone, Michelle, at the start of my show, question that: If I walked up to you at a party and I said, Michelle, what do you do? Yeah, what's your answer?
1: I'm a book publisher.
0: A book publisher. All right.
1: I like it. Tell us more what
0: that
1: is. Yeah. So that's the bottom line. But, you know, if you wanted the whole like elevator speech and the piece that I've massaged over the years, I help help people who've had a career full of experience bring that experience into a message and publish it in a book and, and promote it so they can move to the next stage of their career. So it really is... Nonfiction messaging, very often how-to or self-help kinds of books, or instruction books, or healing books, or something along those lines that help experts get their message out and promote it.
0: That's awesome, and I do want to talk a little bit about that. But I have a few questions. We were kind of chatting before as we're getting all this set up, and you said one thing which really interested me, which was that you've been online pretty much since the internet started, right? You've had an yeah, online pretty business. much. But people hear like a book publisher and they're like, how, did, how is that an online business? Isn't that kind of physical? Like, tell us a little bit about when you first started, obviously, you know, coming online from the very beginning of your business. Yeah. How did that kind of... Because a lot of people at the moment, they're like, they're being forced to go online in the current state and circumstances of things. But obviously, you've done this many years ago. Tell us a little bit about how that worked for you at the beginning with, with your business.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I'm old. I've been around for eons and eons. So I had businesses you know back in the late 80s and what i like to say is anyone who complains that they don't know how to run their business online you know i ran my first businesses with index cards and ledger sheets right forget about it. online we didn't even have computers and I know that like makes me sound really old and it's because I am right I mean literally we wrote down everything on ledger sheets so to bring a business online if you've ever used a computer you know most of it it's it's a mindset thing that's all it's just a shift it's not that big a deal we're still connecting and, you know, most people at this point have used a video call or FaceTime or Facebook video or Skype or something. And so it's not that big of a leap, really, to go to something like Zoom or another online platform. And so the first thing I would just tell people is to breathe, relax, don't panic. You've got this. How I did it, though, was I was in marketing, I was an entrepreneur, and I started teaching marketing to friends and expanding out my entrepreneurial business. Then I published a book about marketing 21 years ago, almost 22 years ago now. And obviously, that was before Amazon and Kindle and all of that. But in the process of publishing my book, I learned some of the real ins and outs, like things you don't know, like gutters and you know, how to do a book layout and ISBNs. And so over the years, I have just morphed my marketing business into book publishing using my experience. And that's how most of us build careers. And that's how most of the world's going to come online now by doing it step by step, learning as we go, not freaking out. right? And so for me, it was kind of a natural progression, but I was online from the very, very beginning. I was really teaching. So this is a story way, way, way back when I was teaching online stuff. You used to be able to log into an IP address and see how many Coca-Colas there were in a Coke machine at a university across the country because one of the students had hooked up their Coke machine to the internet, right? And it was like this cool thing I used to teach to show the power of the internet. And this must have been at least 20 years ago or more.
0: I love that, I love I love that. And I was uh, a bit of a youngster back then 20 years ago, but I know I was still <laughs> playing around with, uh, with bits and pieces. As soon as the internet came out, my dad was a huge, advocate of it so he was like always trying to get me to, to learn about it connect it and jump online and have a look but i'd love to know your your thoughts on it because i have my own uh, opinion on this as well but a lot of people go okay well i see people that are writing books now but if we are all transitioning to online does a does book writing still has it have its place but then does also does a physical book have its place and is it still important with all the digital options we have now what's your thoughts on that
1: so my thoughts, my personal thoughts is we're always going to have both. There are people that really like to hold books, read books. I do I use both. I still buy books and I use my Kindle and my phone, right? I do all of I do all of it. I read books all kinds of ways. But there is something special about holding a book and reading mm. pages and actually flipping the pages and making notes in the book. I think right now, from what I'm hearing from the people I'm online with, is a lot of people are picking up books in their bookshelves and reading them maybe for the first time. So that's kind of cool. The other thing is it's, Nice to read a book when you're outside. It's harder, like with a phone or a Kindle, and you know, the glare and the light and all that. It's nice to just have a physical book and read it. So, I think there will always be room for both.
0: Yeah, and I agree. Like, I know when I had to, when we chose to leave our offices, I'm literally looking over here. I just jumped out and I was like, all right, cool. What am I going to grab? I was like, grab a couple of books from my bookshelf. I was like, I, I had to get see.
1: them. I want right. to see what they are.
0: This one oh, is A uh, nice. Little Black Book of Connections by Jeffrey Ginnemers. And the other one is Breakthrough Copywriting, which is a guide to um, Eugene Schwartz's book as well. So I was like, I'm just going to grab a couple. I've got a few more over there as well that I just grabbed off the off the shelf. But I was like, well, I'm going to have more time. I'm not really going to be going out as much. I might be walking out the front going to the, to the park. But being that I work online, I do want to have that time to disconnect because you know, I do Facebook ads, Instagram ads. And so all day I'm sitting here looking at a screen. And now that I'm at home, it's like, well, I start it, you know, I'm up in the morning, I do a workout and then I'm on the computer and then all day long until I pretty much do my next workout at 6 p.m. So it's uh, normally a lot of time on there. So it gives me that option to uh, to disconnect, which is awesome. But I would love to know then for, for your clients when they come and use them, because I know a lot of people tote books as a, like... And have different uses for them. Sometimes it's just a transfer of knowledge, sometimes it might be for for business purposes. Like when people are when they're writing them and obviously they're collating all their, you know, all their expertise over their career and things like that with you, what what's the best purpose and what do you think is like one of the best ways to leverage a book if someone wants to write when they put you know, maybe they followed some of your free resources and put together something? Yeah, yeah. What's the best use of a book for if you're a business owner or an entrepreneur and you've got some knowledge to share, what's the best use once you if you do write one and, and try and get it out there?
1: Okay, so I heard two questions. So I want to go back to the first one because I think it's important. And, and maybe I heard something different than what you asked, but I'm going to answer it anyway. And that is like, what's the purpose of the book? And I, I want to just address that for a minute because I have worked with clients who have written books just as memoirs for their family. And that's all they've ever done with it. And that's perfectly okay that can be enough, that can be rewarding, fulfilling. It can be a bucket list option. It can be a recording your family history. It doesn't have to be this big thing and this big dream that I'm gonna be a New York Times bestseller, I'm gonna change the world. There's a place for that, but there's a place to just write a book because you want to write a book. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to just address that first, right? Perfect, so yeah. anyone who's out there who's thinking, I don't want to market it and build my business. That's okay. If you're called to write a book or even if you're just called to write, do that. Right? Then the second piece of your question is, let's say you do want to use your business in your entrepreneurial venture, I mean your book, to build your business. Then what we look at is, what's the specialized knowledge that you have? What does your business do? And what do your clients need? And let's pull all that together and figure out what the messaging should be for your book. So even if you like have a restaurant or even have a tire store, you might have some real expertise about tires and safety in tires. And you could write a book about that to leverage yourself as being the expert in the tire business. So you don't even have to have an online business to be able to write a book to leverage yourself, right? It's where are you the expert that you can stand apart and share your knowledge and your wisdom. For people that it may be obvious to you, but I know nothing about tires, right? And so once you have really got your messaging down, don't try to get everything in your book. We all have so much knowledge and we're full of information. We all know so much. You can't put it all in your book. Choose which pieces are most important, I say maybe three to five key points, that all lead your reader down a specific path to get to one place that you want to lead them to that takes them to make the next step. Pick up the phone, opt in for your email, go to your website, whatever that next step might be and that's how you leverage your book for your business.
0: Hmm. I love that. And so what so I say I've done that and I've identified the the benefit I can give to my clients and I've worked with someone and I've got a book together getting it in front of people because obviously there's many things and you know especially in the online marketing world there's all those free plus shipping funnels and all these different right. sort of stuff to get your book in front of people and using it as a, like a, a lead magnet if you will to attract attention versus going and putting it on amazon and trying to get it into bookstores what do you like what's of those strategies that are out there are there any there number one that maybe I, i've missed or number two and then number two what do you like what, what what have you seen have and it might be different per industry but what what really gets the best bang for buck then if you were just to kind of focus on one to start off with if you go cool i've written it which one would you recommend
1: so i probably don't know any strategies that you don't know right everybody i mean all you have to do is Google online, you know, sell more, sell more books, and we will get lots of strategies. Here's what I would say. Everybody has specific things that they have inside of themselves that they can do to market. And not everybody wants to be online all the time marketing themselves, right? So, what I would suggest is start with what you're really good at. If you're good at Podcasting, use that to help you leverage your book. If you're good at writing, use your writing skills, write articles, do other things to help leverage your book, right? Go out there and use the skills that you already have to market your book and don't try to do something you're not already good at. Now, you might use someone like me or someone else in the marketing industry to help you do things like Amazon ads or to help understand how to really utilize social media. But I always start with, what is the author good at already that we can use to help them leverage? So if you already have a podcast, that's what we're gonna use. If you're already a good writer, we're gonna have you write blogs and write more articles about your content and get that out there. So that's where I would say we'd start. If you're an online internet marketer, you probably already know what you need to do. Right. You're going to go down that funnel. You're going to give away your book. You're going to have opt-ins. You're going to create Facebook funnels that is like, pay hey, shipping and handling, get the book free, because you already understand that. So I think the question is really for people who don't have that funnel or don't understand that funnel model, what can they do? And I would say, start with your strengths. Start with what you're good at.
0: I love that. That's awesome. Now if we can change gears a a little bit and, you know, being that we're we're recording this in the midst of a global crisis, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, whenever anyone's listening to this in the future, if you're downloading all the way down to this episode and you listen, this is that uh, terrible thing that happened in uh, 2020, the coronavirus, right? with a lot of people sometimes going i don't know if i should focus on growing my business i don't know if i should be looking at new opportunities like writing a book i don't know if i should just be like kind of going into a cocoon and not coming out for six months like what sort of advice because i know that you're in um you also do business coaching and things like that as well like for clients for clients at the moment if they're going number one should i take on a new opportunity or should i kind of like Retract a little bit, what? And obviously, I know it depends on industry and whatnot, also. But what sort of some of the advice that you're giving out to your clients when it comes to to the best utilization of this time in this moment in history of the world?
1: Yeah, so I think we're I think we're in a very unique space that I'm not sure any of us really knows where we're going to be in a couple years from now, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, if if they're saying that this is going to go in and out for maybe a year that I I don't know about in Australia, but here in the U S are saying there may be outbreaks, right? Are women going to go back to nail salons? I don't know. Right. I don't know if that industry is going to look the same in a year from now. So what I would say is, and this is appropriate today as well as appropriate in the future. Start with who are you and how can you serve your clients? What do you have inside of yourself that you can offer and serve and support and give and be generous to humanity? I would start there, right? And then if you want to create something and make money out of it, when you start with that heart, I think it's much easier. It's much easier to ask for money it's much easier to attract money it's much easier to put together offers that potential clients want to buy from you so start with the heart of service especially right now i think we really need that right now
0: yeah 100 percent. and i I do want to take that one thing you said there it's like if you are doing that and you are caring about people it's still okay to sell your products and services right because i think a lot of people going totally like is, am I and I don't know what the, sometimes the mindset is on this but they're like well I feel like if I if I try and make sales I'm taking advantage of the situation or I'm exploiting people and I always believe this, like, you can take advantage of an opportunity as long as you don't take advantage of people like if you lead by helping people now, I think that's always the, the first port of call for anyone regardless if you're in a, in a crisis or not right you should always be here thinking about the good of humanity with what you're doing but then if someone's going well I'm going to lead I'm going to be providing value when it comes to, at the moment, potentially writing writing a book and putting effort towards that, is, is this something that if people have the brain capacity to and the, like the mental fortitude to put, to, to put towards at the moment, is this an, a time that you should, if you could, write a book?
1: I think it's an amazing time. I have clients coming out with books right now that are healing books, how to work through trauma books how to eat right, that would be great books at any time. And I think now they're even more important, right? I have someone writing a book on how to grow food no matter where you are, right? That's, imp- that's going to be an awesome book coming out. So the, the other thing that I think is really interesting about this time is we're forced to be more introspective. And so from that perspective, it's a good time to write a book. We're going to be yeah. going deeper. There's a collective quiet on the planet. And yeah. if we can get underneath the anxiety that's out there and, and go internally and go underneath your own anxiety and, and the collective anxiety that we're all feeling, you'll get to some wisdom that's inside of yourself that's maybe a deeper place than you might elsewhere, else time be able to access, right? Because there's, there's some peace happening on the planet right now too. I've heard it call, oh. called called the collective pause of humanity.
0: I like that. I like that. Yeah,
1: I like that. We're in a, we're all yeah. in a collective pause right now.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. I think there's been some some great insights for everyone if you've been listening and getting some key takeaways. And I know I I personally have have as well. And I know especially because uh, I've I've been on the on the fence of writing a book for several years. And uh, I think now with the collective pause, it might be a time that I actually have some space to be able to do something. So that's awesome. And I, I love all the insights you've been able to give the listeners and, and viewers here. Now, if I was, I'm to ask one more question of you. And uh, this is uh, one I like to like, ask everyone at the end of the podcast, which is uh, what's one question that I didn't ask you that I should have?
1: So... <laughs> T- <laughs> I,
0: I like to throw it out. That's a tough
1: one. At the end. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, <laughs> but I want to answer something else like I did earlier, which is you Pretty just good. said maybe it's a good time to write a book. I'm going to say that because there's no excuses right now, not for you specifically, but for anyone listening and watching, there's no real excuses about I don't have time anymore, right? We've all saved time from driving. We've all saved time from having to leave the house because we're all like, at home there's no excuses for well I'm too distracted with my child's homework or I'm too distracted with this or that and so what's gonna happen is people's like fears are gonna come up I think yeah. because you got to hit it head-on okay now if I'm not writing and there's no excuses left what's really going on and so I just encourage everybody to go through that internally to allow whatever comes up to come up and just know that it's okay and write anyway just write right through
0: it. Yeah, I love it. That. That's perfect. So again, I thank you so much for giving me your uh, your time and joining me from the other side of the world. Um, so if anyone is interested, they said, look, I, I loved hearing that. I want to find out more. What's the best place for them to connect with you and to find out more about what you do?
1: Yeah, so it's Grace Point Publishing. And you can find out more at gracepointpublishing.com. And we're on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and you can find me and go to the website and that's the place to start.
0: Thank you. Awesome. So we'll put all those links in the show notes, guys. And if you want anything, please go over there and check it out. And I'll be going to do some do some reading and make sure I use my time and this collective pausing effectively. So again, thank you so much for uh, for joining us, Michelle. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers.